Devin awakens. He's in my bedroom with a microphone set up. He awakens standing. You can hear in the distance. Wait, no, it's like. What? Wait, wait. Let me. This is this is the sound that he hears. Wait, that that's that is most certainly not what right. Was that? Come on. Uh, oh, I think I know what you're. <laughs> no, you don't. I think I know. This is good podcasting. That. When was that? It. <laughs> Just every sound from the switch. Every sound except for the one I'm looking for. <laughs> Listen, we all know what it is. The little click. Is that it? That is it. But I feel like that doesn't sound right. That's exactly. not it, though. It, but it is like, it's like a. I mean, it, yeah, it's this. It's a click sound. I think it's much more like subdued than that when it actually does it. There we go. That was it, right? Yeah. That's actually not what. But I was it's imagining. usually. <laughs> we're cutting all of this, right? That's a bonus Didn't. episode. <laughs> Welcome to Gamography. Is that really the intro? <laughs> no. I'm saying just start it now. Okay. <laughs> that was a bonus episode, Tim. Okay, so tune in this this summer for this summer. A bonus episode of Gameography. <laughs> like after this summer, because... I guess, yeah, we're basically in the summer now. Yeah. We're in the summer, Tim. The summer of Gog. Devin, happy summer. It's it's uh, Gog Girl Summer. <laughs> what? Is it, There's a thing where it's like people say it's Hot Girl Summer or something. Something that like that, and then, so it's Gog. It's Gog summer. No, mm. I, yeah, I think it's just Gog summer. Yeah, it's just Gog summer. The summer school's of Gog. out for Gog, baby. <laughs> school's out for Gog. <laughs> I love that Alice Googer song. <laughs> I love that Dale Cooper song. Oh man, I wish Dale Cooper had an album. It'd be great. Oh yeah, like seventies kind of glam rock. <laughs> yeah. I bet Dale Cooper was, like, in a band when he was, like, younger, you know, before yeah. he, like, went straight, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, when he was gay. <laughs> I I honestly feel like that is truly an unrepresented uh, part of the Twin Peaks canon. It's like, what mm-hmm. was Dale Cooper doing for, like, all those years? Yeah, they should do, like, a, like Riverdale, yeah. but, but for <laughs> Twin Peaks. <laughs> Dale Cooper is a high schooler? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really a great idea. <laughs> just the opening shot of him in the lunchroom eating like a chocolate bunny or whatever. Yeah. Is that what he says? I, Diane, I hold in my hand a chocolate bunny. Is that what it is? Is that right? I can't say. I, I think know. that's right. I do is actually. That from the first episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's Dale Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, no, but really. I mean, how old is he in like Twin Peaks? Like 30s, right? Probably, yeah. Has to be around there. Like, he's not in his 20s. 30s, yeah. He's not like, he's not like a fresh college grad. No, no. He's like a, he's a guy. (laughs) He's just a guy. Yeah. He's like, you're me. He's a guy. You or I, just guys. (laughs) We are just like Dale Cooper. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, but like maybe Diane went to the same high school. Oh. (laughs) Where's he even from? Where did Dale Cooper grow up? I don't think that's known. Wow. It, it's really, it's weird. You know, it, it, I thought that in Twin Peaks, all questions had answers. That's so weird to find something we don't know about yeah. the world of Twin Peaks. Yeah. As, uh. And, uh, yeah. 
but welcome to our David Lynch podcast. Welcome to Davidography, <laughs> where we about Honestly? about Davids and the things that they make. <laughs> Honestly, we should just start doing that now. Next season will be David Cronenberg. <laughs> season after that, David Cross. Uh-huh. Wait, who is that? Is that Tobias? Fuke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Cross. Yeah, his first name's David. Yeah. Wow, that's so weird. And then we who'd have thunk David Letterman? Oh, every David episode <laughs> we do Good. a review for each episode. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like a thousand se- thousand episode long season. Yeah, we would be the run of that season of the show would be longer than the actual time that, d- <laughs> that yeah. he was on TV. There'd be more minutes of our season well, be, than of his show. Well, and because like we release the show weekly. Yeah. And he released once a, like five times a week. So oh my it gosh. would take us over a month to get through one week of David Letterman shows. <laughs> that's like, that's giving me a real panic. Just thinking about that even like as a joke. Yeah. Like, and then, um, <laughs> is David Fincher a David? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So after, <laughs> after David Letterman, David Fincher, there weirdly he'll probably a lot have of... like one more movie by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that actually would be, I would love to do a David Fincher season <laughs> of gameography. You know, I, this is true. I really do think that we need to start branching out into other things to do gameography about. <laughs> Cause like I, I I actually have come back come back to this over and over time and time again. Mm-hmm. Mountain goatography will happen. <laughs> I will convince you to do that. That's one of those things I, I can I can tell that you have just the slightest glimmer of desire to do it that I could force you to. I could if I just badger you enough about it. Mm-hmm. But then then I think we need to David do David Darnell. David, David Darnell. <laughs> John David Eel. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It has any have any of the Mountain Goats members ever been named like has there ever been a David in Mountain Goats? If you if you if you don't know this, then we can't do that podcast because you're not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> if neither of us know if there was a David in the Mountain Goats, then we're not qualified. Yeah, yeah, and I guess we're not because I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. I bet there was just Rachel David Way. I bet there was, but it was they were in the Mountain Goats for like such a short amount of time that no one even knows. <laughs> Only John knows. Yeah, it's not even on the wiki. Like, yeah, but then if you bring it up, he's like, "Oh yeah, of course, yeah, David." He'll, he'll, he's like, he has like thirty minutes of anecdotes about David. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he actually wrote like half the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, he, David wrote every Mountain Goats. <laughs> yeah, David is actually just his like. David's his ghostwriter. No, John Darnell no. is a persona. Exactly. Yeah, he has a split personality. <laughs> so, oh, oh, it's like it's like a psychological disorder. It's yeah, not a yeah, yeah. persona. It's like he doesn't even know. He knows, but like he can't control it, I think. <laughs> like he's aware that and that's his dark secret. But he like he references David like it's a di- like it's another person, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like his personality is split, obviously. Yeah. So like it doesn't seem like it's him. Yeah. 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 But he's always in he's always not breaking form whenever he's doing interviews or on stage <laughs> yeah it, there's actually like compilations you can find where he you see him just like <laughs> yeah if you I'm if you look David. up like and then he goes back to like uh, yeah uh in league of dragons was actually about dungeons and dragons <laughs> like they have like very few views but if you look up like you know like absolute lithops effects david version you can actually find <laughs> those on youtube <laughs> 
Yeah, they're way better, those versions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's just like classic, you know? I mean, it's, it's like classic. going back to that classic sound. That classic David Darniel sound. <laughs> I mean, honestly, David Darniel isn't a bad name. And honestly, it wouldn't be that strange if John Darnell had like a split person like if he had another personality yeah uh, I, I, I would about. absolutely believe that yeah that like he'd be like oh yeah like like yeah it, it doesn't happen as much it used to happen a lot more in like the 90s but yeah if you listen to the early tapes you can really hear it coming out in certain songs then he lists like 10 songs that it come, where comes where in the of. middle of it he just screams I'm David I'm <laughs> David and then he goes back to yeah yeah some of bunnies <laughs> So if you couldn't tell, so <laughs> this is the last episode, uh, last uh, like this is episode going the last into sweet Miyamoto. Episodes. Yeah, um, this is probably one of five at least. <laughs> one of one of seven or eight probably because every time we have to get longer. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of Miyamoto, we've we're we've coming we're coming to the end of Miyamoto's life. Mia no Moto, <laughs> no Mordo. Me immortal. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, we're coming to the end of his life. Acknowledging this. <laughs> um I, I've I've grown but we're, so fond of him that it really breaks my heart to think of of moving on, you know? Uh-huh. He's become a part of our lives. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it's it's like we've been this is the unique thing about like doing something like this with video games is that we have given Miyamoto so many hours of our lives. I mean, in he general, sucked it up like a little vampire. Just he just <laughs> slurped it up every last dribble, mm. and he loved it. He loved every second of it, and we did not. Loves drinking that blood. Miyamoto's a vampire. That's <laughs> there is no joke. A quote where he says, uh, "Like I am a vampire. <laughs> I drink human blood." Miyamoto said that. Where he compared himself to a vampire, like sucking up people's creativity or something like I don't remember exactly what he said, but there is that's a you real know, quote. Devin, I feel like this is the beginning of a game theory. <laughs> this feels like the big the And it is definitely a thing with I feel like Japanese game makers in general. Okay. Where like they don't like they appear never to age. <laughs> Like yeah. Sakurai, yeah, Sakurai and, uh, and, uh, and Kojima, Kojima, and like, and like I mean Miyamoto, listen, he looks older, but like yeah, I feel like, like he he turned into a grandpa when he was like thirty eight or something, yeah, and his looked identical. He's like in his seventies now, and he's still like <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that is really insane. Yeah, and he still like looks good. Like Kevin. anyone would bang him. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> We haven't divulged this information until now, but that's we, the real we reason both, we did this yeah. podcast. We're trying to bang him. We're trying to we're trying to get Miyamoto. Miyamoto, if you're listening. We're trying to get his attention. Miyamoto, if you're out there, <laughs> suck our blood, please. <laughs> please. 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 No, honestly, Devin, I think that the Japanese game industry is a boys club of vampires. Do you yeah. think that's real? Yes. Y slash N. Why? To continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're vampires. And honestly, the world's better for it. Honestly, I don't the world even mind. Cannot, could not deal with them being missing. You know what I mean? 
Like, yeah, I guess really the proof is going to be in the pudding when we do the hundred year anniversary of this podcast. Where <laughs> because we're vampires too, by the way. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, because after he bangs us, he's going to sire us, obviously, and we're going to live the Miyamoto life. Yeah. Just sucking up the creativity of all of his underlings. Yeah, um, I would let him vampire me. Yeah. Devin, honestly, would you become a vampire if Miyamoto was your sire? If Miyamoto was, like, I'm, like, yeah. Because Miyamoto, you know he, like, would be like, you don't hurt anybody. Yeah. He'd be like, everyone just is having a fun time. Like, I do this to make other people have fun. <laughs> I suck their blood because they like it. This is just for fun. <laughs> make, 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 someone said, how can we make life more fun? He said, by making it never end. <laughs> and he bit them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that does sound fun. Yeah. Um, like, if ever there was, like, a fun-loving vampire, you know it's Miyamoto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's serious about it. But he, he wants you. He doesn't take it lightly. No, but he wants everyone to have a good time. Yeah, he's not like. But he's also not like that. Like that. Like you know, trope of vampires where it's like they're just like crazy and like partying all the time, you mm-hmm. know, and like killing people randomly. Yeah. yeah. No, he's just like he's just he's doing a, his thing. He's a hardworking. Yeah, he's like vampire. I don't have time to do that. I'm making Mario. Yeah. Ever heard of Mario? I'm making Mario run with that whip. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he cracks a whip. So I've always envisioned Miyamoto with a whip. Yeah. I mean, he's into westerns. So Um <laughs> So Okay, so should we get started? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Miyamoto. Okay. <laughs> We've covered he's a vampire. But uh around uh Around, I think, before, maybe like right around the time maybe the Wii U was coming out, maybe a little before that, he was like going around the office saying, like, I'm retiring, I'm retiring, like everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like, but wow. he, he didn't mean like, I'm like actually retiring. He meant like, I'm not going to be like, like doing the same stuff I've always been doing. Like, I'm not going to like, be like producing all of your games and like fixing them like okay <laughs> he's, he was like basically going around being like i'm not going to be here forever like you guys have to figure this out <laughs> and he's taking off the miyamoto training wheels yeah <laughs> and uh that's basically like the transition from the wii to the wii u is like wow he took off the training wheels <laughs> and things did not go well yeah he was like involved with uh, like the creation of the wii u and stuff mm. but um and the wii u what a machine it was. Uh, the first Nintendo console came out in 2012. The first Nintendo console to have HD graphics. In Boom. 2012. That's all you need. Boom. <laughs> it is. I, I find it, it. It is funny. Like, like how they talked about. It. They're like, now we have HD graphics. And it's like, I'm sure everyone at the time was like, like, obviously like yeah how insane would you be like like that's not a selling point guys like, yeah that's like you're that's like trying to brag about something that should have been done forever ago yeah like yeah they were already it, it they should have just quietly done it and yeah. not even brought it up but obviously the whole thing is like uh you have your your like main controller is like a big uh tablet yeah. essentially yeah and you can uh like play your game on that or you can or like some games use it like a DS kind of, 
where like the bottom screen is a different yeah, screen yeah, than yeah, the yeah. actual yeah. television and stuff like that. Man, which you know really isn't a horrible idea. No, it's. it's I mean, like, yeah, it's basically like you can see the direct line of yeah. how they got to the switch from that. Yeah, but the, there it's because yeah, obviously it's like I think it's for a lot of people, at least for us, it's like we kind of uh, didn't join the wii u generation so it's saying wii i I or wii or (laughs) we that's a dealer's choice dealer's choice um Uh and so it's like a lot of this stuff is like we got the first glimpse of all the advancements of the wii u through the switch Uh yeah yeah you're you're still laughing because i'm saying we (laughs) i'm no i'm literally trying to figure out which one you're saying as you're saying it (laughs) you and i Devin. specifically you and i no one else in the world (laughs) <laughs> yeah us and many other people yeah you know skipped it and so it's like when when the switch came i think that all these things seemed so revolutionary and crazy like mm-hmm. everything's so nice looking it's hd and yeah it's a tablet or whatever <laughs> yeah. i don't know and, and it's like well, really half of this came from the wii u yeah but it's like they did the, so like the problems are i would say is that there were legitimate complaints about like because unlike the switch, like you couldn't just like take the thing anywhere. Yeah, it's like you had yeah, to be within like ten feet or something. That's of the your thing is, it's like TV. It's your, like they they had the idea, but they couldn't figure out how to actually make it work. So they kind of yeah. went halfway, and it well, kind of just sucks. Yeah, and they were still like thinking about it in terms of like making it like a part of the living room, yeah. like in the same way that like they yeah. talked about the Wii as being that like a family yeah. thing. Yeah, but they were like we like I feel like a lot of the idea came from them being like and they show this off in like the trailer or whatever is like you you know you're you're part of a family and like someone else wants to come use the tv to like watch like watch sports or something but you want to keep playing your game so you like can just like take the thing out and keep playing that way (laughs) that's so funny because that is (laughs) literally what the switch is for Uh at least for me it's like that is one one of the truly most useful features of the switch Mm -hmm. but it's like it that just doesn't work with the wii u yeah, like I mean, what, it are does you, if are you're you going to sit there. Yeah, are you going to sit next to the person watching on the that TV and play show, Mario? Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they show in that commercial. <laughs> uh, but with the Switch, you take it in the other room. And it literally, yeah. it is, the first time I did that, it was like one of the most revolutionary. Like, it was like, this is the f- future of gaming. Honestly, though, like the like the trailer, it's called like the like concept video or something like that mm. on their website for but Wii U. For Wii U, honestly, does make it look really cool. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> or like it seems like it's sh- the, like because like they show like stuff of like you like could like ha- like find a video on the tablet and then like press a button and would like send it to the TV and like everyone cool. watch. It's like it's like the same thing that like I feel like Apple and like yeah, yeah. Google and stuff all do. Yeah, it's just they were probably a little bit too late. Yeah. And also, there was just a huge problem of people not understanding what it was at all. Yeah. Because, the, because the, like, they specifically, they don't even, in that video, really say that there's a new console. Everything just says, on the new controller, on the new controller. <laughs> so people, like, everyone just thought it was a yeah. controller for the Wii. Yeah, that's definitely what I've heard, yeah. is that, like, that's part of why it didn't sell well, is because people literally just thought it was, like, a continuation of the Wii. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's like... Yeah, why Which it kind you? of was. I yeah. mean, because it could you could still use all your Wii like yeah. remotes and stuff with it. Gosh, and that's funny because it's that seems like that should be such a such a pro consumer like benefit mm-hmm. where it's like we're gonna let you save money on controllers, right? But at the same time, it like it kind of makes it a lot less fun, and it yeah. and, and on top of making it a, a lot less clear what it is, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And, like, obviously this is just how any company would, like, think about their new product. But there's a, there was a quote from, like, 2013 or something, at, or 14 maybe, where it was, like, pretty clear that, like, it was not a success. <laughs> and, like, they had said, like, someone high up at Nintendo had said that they expected to sell 100 million of them just like the original <laughs> Wii. <laughs> wow. That that's okay. That's like that's so bold for any console or any company to I think guess, that they're yeah. going to sell as well as like that kind of once in a lifetime yeah. Wii momentum. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like they thought that they 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 were like we did it again, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Um yeah. But then and then at that time, they were they were already working on the Switch, so it might have been later. It might have been like wow. twenty fifteen or something. But and Miyamoto said that they like where it was hinting that they were also working with things with VR and AR, which they do have AR stuff on the Switch, like that, like oh yeah, weird, they totally do, yeah, like cardboard thing. And then they have <laughs> yeah. that like uh, Mario Kart thing now. Where it's yeah. like you like build like a track yeah, in your yeah, house yeah, yeah. or whatever. That's, what what would you even call that? Is that v, is that like VR? That's AR, AR I think. Because it's like yeah, you're right. Yeah, it puts it in the yeah, puts it in the world. Yeah, <laughs> brings goob, goombas into real life. <laughs> what we all wanted. Yeah. Um. And Mimo did work on a game for the Wii U. <laughs> he took over as director of Star Fox Zero, and we will Star not be talking Fox about Star Fox Zero. <laughs> What can you tell me about this game? Because I honestly forgot that that was even a thing that he did until you showed up. It's like universally thought of as bad. Yeah. It's like even... Oh, so it's a Star Fox game. <laughs> but it's like even people who like have nostalgia and like that, mm-hmm. like, like like the old Star Fox games are like, yeah, it's like, it just doesn't... I think it, it's, a, it's a mixture of like people being like, we've moved on. <laughs> yeah. And also like there's like weird... The whole like thing for that game is like you on the big TV is like the like behind the ship view, the third person view. Oh, okay. And then on the screen is like first person view. Oh my god. And gosh. you're expected to like what? Ha- like look back and forth between them for different things and it's like that, that is insane. Yeah, it's just like th- I don't know how they could have thought that that was a good idea. That's I mean that that's a cool idea, yeah. but it's like I have to imagine that the second you start doing that it's just like an instant headache. Like did they not yeah, try it or like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so listen. Uh, Miyamoto <laughs> Miyamoto was like, okay guys, I'm done. <laughs> but <laughs> is this when he retired? <laughs> but he, he, also, he tried he tried it with the two perspectives and then he just kinda got up. He's like, Well, everybody, I'm retiring. He's like, Okay, I I've been this game. <laughs> um but because the Wii U was like failing mm-hmm. and Nintendo was like losing money, yeah. they and then, and they'd already kind of started, I think, like thinking about this. But the failure of the Wii definitely like spurred it on of them like trying to branch out into other things. Yeah. So they started making mobile games. Yeah. Or, or like working on mobile games. Oh yeah. And, um, like trying to like use their IPs for other like things so like that obviously led to them making that mar the animated mario movie that they're still making. oh that was that's like that idea started at this point 
I think so. Like they, they like Mimo specifically talked about like we want to like start like 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 licensing or like making yeah. movies out of our like all of our like amazing yeah. properties and stuff yeah. that we have. And I so. mean, it kind of makes sense because I feel like I, I don't know, maybe I I don't know when this kind of started, but I feel like we've seen in the last ten years where like big companies with IPs like this have realized that like that is the way to make money is you just make as much stuff. <laughs> like as much media with them. I yeah. guess kind of the people have been doing that forever, but in particular, yeah. like... In, I feel like it's like the Disneyification of the world. <laughs> maybe, that, yeah. But, you know, actually, I remember yeah. we talked about this mm-hmm. uh, in like, like 10, 15 episodes ago. Wait, there's only been like 15 episodes. Like five to 10 episodes ago, where when we were kids, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I could never find... Yeah, Nintendo toys. There was a drought. There was truly a Nintendo toy drought. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, and I think it's because... Like we, I mean, we talked about with like the Super Mario Bros. movie mm-hmm. and stuff. Like they yeah. did try to do that, yeah, and, and then, then it like it didn't work. Hold the reins real tight, <laughs> yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, but now they're like, okay, maybe we can actually if we like maybe like pay more attention <laughs> to that stuff and not just like say yes to everything. Yeah, that's why like it's probably a good idea that like or a good thing that Miyamoto is like actually involved with the making of that movie. Yeah, and it's not just like. Give us some money and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that did not work out yeah. before. But then also, um, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about this a little bit later. But uh, this is around this like around this time that they started working on the, all the mobile games is when they started working on uh, Super Nintendo World in for, with Universal Studios. Oh, that's wait. another just example of how they're like. I didn't actually realize that that was through Universal Studios. Yeah, it's univer- It's in Universal Studios Japan, and then it's going to be in like wow. Universal Studios Orlando or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, have we talked about in previous episodes how badly we want to go to that? <laughs> uh, one day. Yeah. We'll do a live gameography from a tunnel, a <laughs> Mario tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> um, But that led to... Miyamoto working on his first and only mobile game, Super Mario Run. <laughs> Devin, say it. Super Mario Run! <laughs> wow. Uh, did you play it, Tim? Uh, I I played, as you said, about five to ten minutes of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. You, can, you can download it yourself for free and play the first, like, three to four levels or yeah. so uh, before you have to buy it. So... If yeah. you'd like to, go. You have a phone, I'm sure. You're listening to this on a phone. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have a phone, then you you've ascended beyond downloading video games. Yeah, yeah. You've <laughs> if you're sh- streaming this directly into your brain, then we bow but down to you. <laughs> we, you are our master. <laughs> um, yeah. Super Mario Run is a 2016 video game released first on iOS and then later on Android, and it's the first. Uh, is the first mobile game, phone game, where like using like a Nintendo IP. Is it the only one? Because I no, because there's, uh, there's like well, last year I want to say that like uh, a Mario Kart one came out, and then oh oh my gosh yeah I forgot about that. There's Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh, I didn't. I don't know about that. And. I I know there's other ones, and then there's obviously also Pokemon Go and a bunch of other. Oh Pokemon well, duh, yeah, I didn't think of that as yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, I guess those aren't 
really like Nintendo, but they're like kind of Nintendo, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, Miyamoto produced it, and Takashi Tezuka uh designed it. So the Dream Team back together, the wow. original team. <laughs> wow. And that that's honestly surprising that that this game didn't get more press or hype just because of that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a success. It like has like 500 million downloads or whatever. Oh, wow. But um that's interesting. I just I just like I distinctly remember what year did you say that this game came out? 2016. 2016. I distinctly remember hearing about it when it came out or like, you know, seeing I never it heard out. about it, I don't think. Really? I yeah. I I just I I vaguely knew that it existed and yeah. I never once heard anyone like talk about having played it or like say yeah. that it was good. Yeah. And so I kind of was like, "Oh, this is just some dumb branding thing." Yeah. So it's very shocking to hear that <laughs> the dream team made it. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. And apparently so like the idea <laughs> It's funny cuz like it's so it's like as the name implies, it's like a a runner that like Yeah that like style of game and it's funny like the way that like Miyamoto talked about it because it's like he it, it makes it sound like he came up with the idea when it's like like that genre is like <laughs> at least like from like 2011 or 10 whenever like iPhones like yeah. games first started coming out Tem- you know Temple Run exactly like, yeah <laughs> but he's like <laughs> but he did say they had an idea like a similar idea to do on the Wii actually oh interesting where it was like they were like had an idea of just like a one button Mario hmm. and like you had to like time your jumps to the music. Wow. But he, he said like cool. they decided not to do it or like they just, they're like, why are we doing this? Cause there's like a bunch of other buttons. <laughs> like it doesn't seem necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that is it, the whole, the whole premise of using one button. Like is this, it, it applies to this and Temple Run or mm-hmm. any of those other games. Flappy Bird, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's perfect for a phone yeah. where it's like so easy and simple that you can do it for a minute, but because it's so simple, it becomes boring almost instantly. Yeah. You know? So it's like I don't get why you would put that on a console or anything other than a phone. Yeah. Um, but he also talked about how part of the idea came from watching speedrunners of Mario. <laughs> because because he says like like they never stop running when they're like yeah. playing and it's just like getting the timing right on all the jumps yeah. exactly yeah that's true and so he said like we could make a game basically that could make people feel like they're like doing that <laughs> like get that like rush uh, just... and like i thought it was pretty fun like yeah. like the and i think the like secretly what it's about is uh, like getting like the purple coins yeah you know yeah, like yeah. is it like you, you can get all the purple coins in a level and then it like puts like you can play it again and the purple coins are in a different place and you can get more oh i didn't realize that yeah and so like and they get like progressively harder and like they're like little like jumping puzzles essentially yeah where it's like you have to like wall jump in like a very Mm -hmm. specific way to get them or or like jump on top of like a koopa to reach it or whatever yeah like yeah that was fun that's a pretty interesting idea yeah uh and then they all like the other like i guess only new thing that is in it is like there's like you like the little arrow blocks. I don't know if you saw those where it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Where it like makes the coins appear in that direction. And so well, there's kind of- those, but then there's ones where you like step on it and well, there's the ones that make you stop, which I'm yeah, sure you saw. Yeah. And then there's ones, there's probably other ones later on, but like the, the one I saw is like when you're on it and you jump, then you like rocket jump. It's like, oh, it's okay. like you're doing the Mario 64, like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Um, so he was like, that's the only, only way we could get like, or that's like the idea they came up with of like, you know, to give you like different abilities essentially. Because yeah. it, you literally just have, you just tap the screen. That's yeah. the whole game. <laughs> but uh, Yeah. And it's funny because it takes away a lot of the control that you have in Mario, but it's mm-hmm. still somehow feels almost the same as playing Mario. Yeah. yeah, it still feels like identifiably Mario. But yeah. it's like, it's just without, it almost takes away your ability to like be a perfectionist or like, mm-hmm. you know, try to be really crafty about stuff. It's like, you yeah. just kind of have to yeah, yeah, improvise your way through it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> the other funny thing is like, it just like, it looks and sounds exactly like like the Mario games on like Wii U and Switch. I, I feel <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah, like at the first thought I had was like, oh, this is just like they loaded um, new Super Mario Bros. in yeah, your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah, my phone can like run basically like the same thing as like the Switch. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like not probably really, but like yeah. that's how it appears at least. Jeez, I mean they should. I mean. They, why don't they put like 3ds games on phones just you have two little screens on here on your one big screen Devin, that's honestly such a good idea <laughs> yeah i mean explain to me how that's not a perfect idea there are a lot of like mobile games that like are also on switch so that is like oh you're I mean, right, that's, yeah. that's not yeah. like 3ds but mm-hmm. like yeah yeah they are i mean they're like similar um but yeah that's but my only other comment is I, I was playing it this morning and then my like uh sigh my wife was like you're pl- like you got mario on your phone <laughs> and, on, and on the tv he's like why you loves mario so much <laughs> and i was like it's good it's on my phone like i'm just playing a little bit <laughs> wow that's yeah. i couldn't have thought of a more sigh thing for sigh to say <laughs> Yeah. Then why do you love Mario so much? You have your TV, and also I'm picturing you with it running on the TV while you're also doing it on your phone. I wish I was, yeah. Like you have one hand on, a, you have a Joy-Con on one hand playing like Mario. Yeah, I'm, I'm speedrunning both. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a new form of speedrunning. Yeah, yeah. Speedrun two games at a time. <laughs> yeah, and I thought I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I I didn't play much of it, and I yeah. I don't. I guess I didn't have this a strong desire to do that. Like if yeah. I had all the levels, yeah, I don't know that I would play that much. But yeah, I also, uh, yeah, no, but it's, it, it's, it's nice. It's I have. I will say I've not played a lot of those, but it's the best one I've ever played of like yeah. a of like a endless runner. Thing. Yeah, it's like usually they're just like, well, like like the temple run like style is literally just like it is endless. Where yeah. it's like it's just until you die, and it's just like not that interesting to me. That's or it's just like po- you're getting like yeah going for points because that really is that is the difference is that it's like these yeah. are like designed levels that yeah. have a start and end point and yeah. I I think maybe for like this type of like experience where you're gonna be on the toilet probably or like just like <laughs> lounging around yeah. where it's like I there's something very invigorating about Temple Run or something like <laughs> that where it's like you speed up and it's just endless and it's yeah. like it just gets more I mean and more like accurate. yeah that that kind of thing has its place too but like. I do also like that, like the levels are literally like under a minute long. Yeah. So it is also yeah. like good for that kind of just like I'm just I have to stay here for like a minute or two. Yeah. In yeah. a in a place. Yeah. I won't say what place. I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Could be sitting anywhere with my pants down. <laughs> also, uh, just uh, I just thought of what the actual best game in the genre is, though. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, I would never. I I couldn't even entertain the idea that it's a different game. It's the uh, Chrome no internet dinosaur jumping game 
Google Chrome, when you don't have internet, you have a dinosaur, you press space, uh-huh. it becomes one of these games. Uh-huh. And it's good. You don't, you, wait, you haven't played that? I probably have like once. Devin, you're joking me. No, we definitely did that in high school. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying I have. I still did do. not leave an impression on me. <laughs> this it's so fun. I I hate when the internet comes back on. Every single time it makes me mad. I thought you were gonna say like, uh, isn't there like a Nyan Cat one? <laughs> Is there? I I never played that. That was like on Nyan the internet, Cat. maybe. Nyan Cat. Yeah. Well, listen. You know, he couldn't beat that dinosaur. No. Ask art dinosaur. Who but could? Who could? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that brings us to the Nintendo Switch, um, which Miyamoto said that he did not have much to do with the creation of, and that he so he, he's, he left it to younger designers to make. <laughs> and I think that also kind of goes with to just like the games as well. Like he's yeah he's since the Wii U basically he's just been like executive producer slash mm. like kind of like supervisor on stuff, yeah. but not like actively involved in a lot of stuff. Um, he says, more and more, I'm trying to let the younger generation fully take the reins. Um, yeah, I mean, because yeah. he is this, like, 70-year-old man yeah. who's still, like, it's it's and, largely, yeah. like, less and less, but, like, largely been his creative vision overseeing, like, this whole, like, significant sector of mm-hmm. the video game industry and the video game creative field, where yeah. it's, like, that's so weird. <clears throat> Yeah, and also I think it's it's probably like the, a kind of situation where it's like he's like they're ready, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I feel like he said that. Like yeah. he said about um, uh, like Mario 3D Land and oh, yeah. um, Skyward Sword. He was like, he was like, those are good games. Like they made those without me, basically. Yeah, he's like, wow. so like they can they can do it. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, and clearly they've proven themselves with the Switch. Where yeah, yeah. Um, and do you have anything like about the switch in general to, to, uh, I mean, I, pontificate I on? all that I, yeah, all, I just, my general kind of genre of pontification mm-hmm. is what I have where it's like, I, the switch is incredible. Like I, I, especially, I think I have these thoughts from when I first got it, you know, where it was just, and it was also cause like, you know. I got it, and mm-hmm. me and Annie played it all the time, and then you got one mm-hmm. right afterwards. We played it all the time, and then Matt got one, and we mm-hmm. all played it, and it's just yeah. like, it was very fun, like a very yeah. fun energy. Yeah. And I th- But I think part of that is uh, like intrinsic to the system itself, mm-hmm. where it just, it, it's it's like the first, to me, Nintendo console that is a truly decent, I almost say good, <laughs> online experience. Yeah, Where it's true. like, yeah. you can connect to people. Mm-hmm. You can play Smash <laughs> yeah. people, and it's yeah. not a complicated mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It doesn't yeah. really work half the time, but like you know, yeah. some games at least. Yeah, Smash works surprisingly well, and yeah, you know. yeah. But then just, I mean, it's Nintendo did an incredible thing where they had the home consoles and the handheld consoles, mm-hmm. and they somehow, somehow, <laughs> somehow they found a way to merge them flawlessly. Yeah, where it's like the technology just caught up to mm-hmm. like their ambition where they could make a console that was still cheap and Nintendo sized, but like mm-hmm. can run <laughs> like some of the best, like mm-hmm. big, like 3d adventures in, you know, like a, mm-hmm. a DS sized yeah. console. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will say, yeah, for me, like, I think <laughs> like 
it's the first like console I bought since the PS2. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like it definitely brought me back into like, like caring about video yeah. games in a way where like <laughs> yeah. I just didn't for like a couple of years, I would say. Yeah. For a while. But like, so yeah, it's like very significant. That's, and I feel like a lot of people that happened to. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I think that it's kind of been like a we in a lot of ways where mm-hmm. it, it's like a system that, Maybe not. I don't know as many moms and stuff. Like a me and you <laughs> situation. <laughs> this is like oh me yeah. and you. But what a big the thing. Me, like, the me and you, you. <laughs> but it's it's like I don't know any moms that have switches. But yeah. I feel like it's like it's but like it's young like young people exactly. and like people that aren't into video games now Exa- all have switches. Yeah. And play Animal Crossing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Animal Crossing is like in the last in the past year at least been a big I yeah. think thing for it. Animal but also, Crossing is literally going to be in history books, <laughs> where it's like we experienced like a pandemic for the first time in a hundred years or whatever. Yeah. And Animal Crossing came at the exact moment we needed it to. <laughs> yeah. As a planet. Yeah. What were we gonna say? Um. Well, I was gonna say like the switch, like them, uh, like combining their their console with mm-hmm. the handheld, like kind of form like style uh kind of like saved them in japan too because it's like like the switch is like the only console that anyone owns in japan basically because people (laughs) like so want that because like they're you know like the ds and like all their handheld stuff had always been popular in japan Mm. but i think it's because like the you know people are like in their homes so much less probably wow that makes a lot of sense yeah and like you know actually use public transit as opposed to here so yeah, they have time yeah. to just like yeah because like that's exactly sit, sit and play a handheld <laughs> yeah that's the perfect time and place yeah and it's like yeah definitely large american houses yeah. and like cars all all bring this like whole scenario where it's it makes a lot more sense to play it at home in the u.s yeah. whereas like japan is uh, i think a far more significant population lives in like tokyo and kyoto where i, I don't know about yeah. kyoto but it's like obviously Oh, just yeah, a f- like full-on big city Every, life in a way where you just don't have a TV, probably. Well, no, I'm sure they have a TV, but, but it's at least also, they don't use it in the same way, you know? Well, I think it's... I was thinking about this. I think it's also probably, like, a factor of, you know, like, multi-generational households are much more of a thing in oh, Japan than here. True, yeah. So it's like, you've got to share your TV with, like, the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like, yeah, it's, that's, yeah. that's what it's like, for, the thing. You take it out and you go in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> And like I was, I'm I'm just like thinking about this now. But like I was in Japan when the Switch came out. Oh my god, that happened when you were there. Yeah, there was like uh, <laughs> I cannot I believe think, we never talked. Or about it that. was like right before I might have left before it came out. But there was like posters for like you know like yeah like yeah in the train stations and stuff. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it was like specifically of like arms and stuff, which is hilarious now. But <laughs> um, just people. Yeah, that's like the worst thing to advertise for people on the metro system. Where it's like, <laughs> you know, are you gonna do that in your lap? Like, take the Joy Cons off? Yeah, I think they were like, I feel like that's the only game where they've tried to chase that like we, yeah, like yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I can't think of any other ones where they've like specifically have tried that. But I mean, I guess like one one two switch. And yeah, yeah, I think that that called. stuff probably was more popular in Japan, if I had to guess. Oh like, really? Um. And then, I mean, there's, like, we talked about this before, but, like, how, like, the Joy-Cons are, They're like, literally just, Wii, yeah. Like, Wii remotes. Yeah. And, like, because I was thinking, like, like Mario Kart uh, 8. 
Oh yeah, on the yeah, Switch, yeah. where like you can like do the like I, I forgot you could even do um, that. Yeah, like tilt to turn yeah. thing. Which listen, I'm not a fan, but there's people who like it. So yeah. did I <laughs> say, need to knock that? Did I say I liked that at some point? Because I I don't know. That feels like something that I would have like come back at you on. <laughs> like I would have fought you on for no reason. Because I don't like it. But I bet okay. I, I bet I said it just to <laughs> just to fight you. That's good to know that <laughs> that you will say things just for that reason. Well, I think unconsciously. I mean, like that's what that's like how my whole personality has been shaped. Yeah, yeah. And then <clears throat> another thing that Mimoto, uh, I like, helped design or helped like oversaw or something was, um, but I don't know like, when exactly, but like around the like around the Wii time, I would say, in the Wii's lifetime and maybe, like, through the Wii U, maybe. So he talked about how first it started, I think, with he, like, started working with this poetry museum in Kyoto. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That was, like, um, <clears throat> because Nintendo, like, got started as like, the, as, like, a card company, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, they have these these products still, I think, that are, like, you know, like, poetry these like poetry cards where it's like some sort of some sort of game where like it has like they have like lines of poetry on them i think wow and so there's like there was this museum doing like a like an exhibit on Mm -hmm. those essentially like and so he like went to work on it and what they did was uh they put like tv screens in the floor (laughs) <laughs> like a bunch of tv screens wow. on the floor that you could like walk around yeah, and then you, like, walk on mm-hmm, yeah you like walk on and then when you go to the museum you get a ds or it might have <laughs> been a 3ds i'm not sure and you could like uh it was like basically like your like little like tour guide yeah, yeah. where like you like you know you could like go up to like a like a screen with mm-hmm. like a certain card or like a poem on it or whatever and then you it would like know where you are oh and be able that's to, like cool. tell you about that poem and stuff wow and then at some point they like uh the louvre in paris oh. also did this where they had 3ds's wow that they would give to you to like you'd like take up to like paintings and stuff i assume yeah. and like it would tell you about that them is whatever. so cool i think yeah. they have cameras on them too the 3ds yeah so like maybe that's you could probably of, like yeah, it scan it, it or whatever yeah that is so cool yeah just like that's the kind of thing Mimoto was like, guys. I like, I got, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm retiring from the video game industry now. I'm just doing poetry museum tours. Yeah. <laughs> he personally just hands up the DSs. We didn't really communicate very well. I feel like neither of us really knew what the other was doing in yeah. terms of what we we're going to be talking about. But I, I assumed we'd be talking about Breath, Breath of the Wild and Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I guess I always assumed that Miyamoto had some hand in those, so it is surprising to hear. I'm that sure he did have some hand, but like he must have had some influence. But yeah, yeah. you know, obviously Aonuma, Aonuma, he did um, Breath of the Wild, right? He produced it. Yeah, he yeah. didn't direct it, but oh yeah, okay, yeah, it was like it's uh, the new guy, yeah, <laughs> the younger generation. But I, I feel like you know, I guess if you had asked me like a year ago what Miyamoto's achievements were, I obviously would have said Mario. And then I think I would have classic response. Classic, yeah. When so, when so, everyone knows when someone asks you what are Miyamoto's greatest achievements, you say mm-hmm. Mario. You say it's a me. You say it's a me, and he knows what you're talking about. Yeah. But I 
I would have I would have assumed that like everything Nintendo has done was like his doing to some extent. Mm-hmm. But what what I've really come to see through this podcast is that it's like Mario, Zelda, and Star Fox. Weirdly, are like his three babies. Would you agree with that? That in terms of like um, series yeah. that he's like continued on and like yes, yeah, the big like the big Nintendo franchises that are still his baby mm-hmm. or babies or whatever. Yeah, and so yeah. So it is funny that he did make a Star Fox game for mm-hmm. Wii U, and that it's so <laughs> that bad that bad. it's not worth talking about. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. But then I feel like something. Well, yeah. Also, it's like we weren't gonna buy Wii U's to do yeah. that. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I. It's like I think y- you can see almost in the Switches or in the Switch games in these series, mm-hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, it feels like it is the start of a new generation of them, or mm-hmm. at least the culmination of everything that has yeah. come before them. And you I could, feel like especially with Mario Odyssey, because yeah. that's such a, like, yeah. they specifically even, like, said, right, that they, like, went back to Mario 64 mm-hmm. as, like, I mean, yeah. it's in the game. Like, yeah, yeah. you go to the Mario yeah, 64 you literally castle. Do, yeah. <laughs> so. and, and throughout the whole game, you're going into the 2D mode, you know, like, to emulate right. the first game, which yeah. I, it's, like... Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it's like, yeah, Breath oh, of the Wild, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Odyssey is the best. <laughs> it is so good, yeah, yeah. And I was also thinking about because we talked about Galaxy and how mm-hmm. it's um, less open, and that mm-hmm. we were kind of suggesting that's a difference between them, and maybe why I don't like it as much. Yeah, and I, it, it's like this game Odyssey definitely follows the exact same structure as sixty four, where yeah. it's, it's guided with detours. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's like you're given a. Like a you know like a, the name of a a moon or whatever to get, mm-hmm. but you could go get a million other moons before yeah. you even go <laughs> to yeah. that place. And it's like there's always and there's always little detours on the way where uh-huh. it's like if you just go down this path instead, it'll kind of like take you on a mini journey and then you get looped back into it. Yeah, I think we'll maybe get into this a little more next episode when, when for our true finale <laughs> mm-hmm. of Miyamoto. Uh, but I feel like like what you were just saying about his like. His legacy, almost, yeah, yeah, of being those three franchises. I think it's and mostly, let's be real, mostly, mostly these Mario two. and Zelda. Yeah, yeah. It, um, I think it's that, but it's also like h- him just being like this, like overseeing, like super powerful creative force mm-hmm. of him just being like, you know, like like helping shape all these other projects. Yeah, like we didn't talk about at all, like ever, but like that he like basically like mentored like the guy who made pokemon oh and, yeah, like, yeah helped him like figure out how to make that game yeah and then he just, and then like he didn't have anything to do with it really after that but yeah. it's like i feel like he he did that so many times it's yeah. just like yeah and right. all of those games are, like there's just so many games like that where it's just like those are also important you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he definitely yeah it's like it's little things that he does that i think puts yeah. people on the right track mm-hmm. and uh, you could even say that with odyssey where it's like he he might have not like really suggested a single idea for the game but what makes that game so like fantastic i think is that it is the like perfect execution of what 3D mario and what maybe all mario games are mm-hmm. and it's like that's all coming from his ideas mm-hmm. like every great yeah. idea in that game kind of originates from his like actual work yeah on the previous uh, games in the series yeah 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 but i also i was thinking about um the chronology of mario mm-hmm. and that's something interesting is that i i feel like we talk about the 3d mario games as if they're mm-hmm. different 
But would you mm-hmm. agree that they're actually 100% a continuation of the 2D ones? Uh, I mean, in like, do you feel like there's the a, a they're, direct they're through, through line? continuation of Mario games? Yes. But no, I feel like they are they are very different styles of games. Yeah. Uh, spe- specifically, the Mario 64 style of 3D yeah. Mario game yeah. is, I think, very different because it is like more based around exploration and like like going in these like slightly more open levels and stuff yeah. as opposed to like running to the end yeah. or getting to the end. Mm-hmm. Now they did start introducing like, or like what kind of became more important in later 2D Mario games is like getting like the finding the secrets and stuff mm-hmm. in those levels. So in that sense, like they kind of brought the exploration aspect into that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Cause a lot of the times it's not like apparent where the, like, you know, if you have to, like, collect, like, the, like, three, like, big coins or whatever yeah. in a level, it's not always, like, a lot of times they're hidden. Sometimes they're in plain sight, and it's just hard mm-hmm. to get them. Yeah, yeah. In which case, you have to, like, kind of explore as, like, how do I, like, actually get there? Yeah. As opposed to, like, but then there's other ones where it's, like, I just don't know where this is, and you have to, like, kind of, like, you know, like, just try hitting yeah, things, yeah. or, like, you know, there's there's usually clues uh-huh. if you're paying attention, yeah. but, um, which is, uh, like, like that's kind of the yeah. same way as it is in 3D Mario. Yeah, I feel like all that kind of applies to yeah. the to these ones where like in Odyssey there's plenty of moons that you just see and you have mm-hmm. you're like I have no idea how to get there and then yeah, it's like it'll up come in back the sky later. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So in that sense, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. But that, like what in what sense do you mean? <laughs> I, I guess just that. I I just I've always seen them as two different series. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. I was I guess just I I something made so much sense to me when I was playing Odyssey the first yeah. few times this week where I was like this well, is the, there it's it's the same idea just in iterations mm-hmm. all the way back to the very first mario yeah well and they have been like converging i would say more and more mm. whereas like because like now in like the new super mario bros series yeah they added yeah. like the butt stomp yeah and like yeah. you know like other of his like moves that got added in mario 64 that mm. were never part of the 2d like experience yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah they're they will one day be one. <laughs> in a way, like Mario Odyssey is kind of that because there's yeah, like the two D elements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, just yeah. yeah, what a what a fantastic game. Yeah, I I, I think that it, I've appreciated it way more this time than I did the first time I played it. Wow. Um, I obviously like as a, a thing, now as a Mimo scholar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it does truly like make me think about certain things more. Yeah. And then also, I uh, I think that I I realized something about this game that is the same about sixty four which is that you essentially like learn how to just like do Mario parkour and like uh-huh. you it's yeah. like it maybe in a way that I've just never experienced with any other game it's like you become it's so simple that you're just moving around but you throughout the course of me playing 64 the the first time this year that I did or whatever mm-hmm. like you I I feel like I became genuinely an expert at some level <laughs> of, at like yeah. just flying around as Mario yeah and in this one, you have so many new ways to do that. And I don't mm-hmm. think I that happened or that clicked for me the first time I was playing it until like yeah. the end. And so this time mm-hmm. I've been just like triple bouncing all over the place. And it's like... Yeah, they do give you... There is a lot more like advanced moves mm-hmm. in Mario Odyssey. I do remember I, me- I do remember like doing some of those and then also sometimes being like, I just can't do this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like this is... Yeah. Like these are hard. <laughs> yeah, I, I fly off of... Uh, 
cliff cliff edges all the time in this game just trying yeah. to do a jump that i could easily like walk to but i'm like yeah. no i i know i can like <laughs> fly off this cliff yeah. bounce back onto another cliff and like jump off the walls where i need to go yeah yeah but just a fantastic game agreed all right well uh this has been this has been the wii u and switch yep and next episode we'll we'll just be we'll be wrapping up wow. Miyamoto and uh talking about uh, a little more of his like his thoughts on some some th- certain things that aren't really like, related to a specific game and then i guess just maybe a little more of our thoughts even though yeah. i feel like we we did kind of just talk a bit about our yeah. thoughts on his legacy but yeah listen we we'll, might have something else to say i'm sure we'll think about we didn't talk about zelda at all so yeah all right so was zelda <laughs> see you next time <laughs> bye-bye you bye-bye you.